Hey there, it's Cold Cabana. Thank you so much for checking out the past shows from the archives. All the past ones in this feed are ad-free. I took out all the ads. If this is something you like, you can listen to every single episode of the Art of Wrestling podcast dating back to 2010, absolutely ad-free for only $4 a month on my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash cold cabana. All right, enjoy the show. Hey guys, this is a live podcast from Fest in Gainesville, Florida. It was one of my favorites. Such a, an amazing experience. It was sold out and then they opened a room in the basement with a live feed for people to watch who couldn't get in. The energy was amazing. The guests were great. And uh, I can't wait for you to listen to this. A couple notes before we jump into it. At the end of the year, I'm doing another AMA podcast. That means Ask Me Anything. Last year, I loved your smart and fun questions. Send a voice memo to coltwrestling at gmail.com. I'll collect them all. And then when I'm in Japan... I'll be able to do that for you. Also, Chris Gethard is a guest on this week's podcast. He's a comedian and huge wrestling enthusiast. His show is on True TV, and you've probably seen the ads. It's after Impractical Jokers. I've been watching the show since it was on public access. I've been on the show on public access. I did his pilot for Comedy Central, and I was on the season finale last year wrestling John Hamm. They just finished the first half of season one, and if I can recommend any TV show ever, it's last week's episode with Jason Manzukis and Paul Sch- where Chris just lets them take over the show and it's so funny get on the True TV app or however you can watch True TV and watch this episode so so funny I was in tears watching it also if you like Chuck Taylor making up wrestling names I uploaded a video of him doing it from the Chicago show spoiler he drops some good ones at the end here alright I hope you enjoy the show talk to you later this is the art of wrestling with professional wrestler Colt Cabana. Listen to the art of wrestling, a professional wrestling podcast. It's a live podcast. It's a personal journal. It's an entryway into the mind, souls, hearts, lies, you know, the people of all the world of professional wrestling. My name is Colt Cabana. How you guys doing? Uh, I am a traveler. I'm a fest goer. I'm a guy with uh, no audio in the house, which no one will understand when they're listening to this on the podcast. I'm not a tech engineer. Uh, most importantly, I am a professional wrestler, and I'm not coming to you live from my studio oh, in Chicago, Illinois. No, I am at Fest 16 in Gainesville, Florida, in front of a live studio audience. Uh, before we go any further, this is a fan-supported and listener-supported podcast supported by people just like you. Give it to you free of charge every single Thursday. Colt, Cabana.com, iTunes, SoundCloud. But uh, come on, you messed my, my juju up there. <laughs> uh, what was that? Yeah, I give it to you. I'm, I'm think. I give it to all of you. Uh, thank you. Uh, best way to support. What do I usually say? Now I'm to- so thrown off. Uh, tell a friend. Tweet it out. Facebook it out. Use that fest filter that you got to let people know to come Sunday. You can't do it now. Turn off your cell phones. Don't be an asshole. Right. <laughs> uh, best way that you can support, though, coltmerch.com, digitalcult.com, t-shirts, buttons, pictures, posters, DVDs, digital downloads, premium podcasts. When this comes out, I have a book called Wrestling Dreams for all your children to read or all, or maybe children you don't even know to read. <laughs> it's a great way to go up to children. <laughs> uh, I'll edit that one out. Uh, that's coltmerch.com, digitalcult.com, and uh, I don't have coltmerch.table today, but I will uh, uh, on Sunday at uh, Fest at eight, eight seconds. I was going to say 8th Street, but then I was going to say like Cowboy Lane or <laughs> something. Yeah, that's what it is. And uh, yeah, coltmerch.com, digitalcult.com. Hi, is everyone doing all right? Yeah. This is exciting. I'm super happy to be here. This is my second Fest. Um, I just, I, I took a, a red eye from Los Angeles last night. Ooh, thank you. <laughs> hey, Hollywood, yes. I, I don't even, what was I doing? Oh, Lucha Boom. Fuck, that's my life. I don't even know what I do anymore. 
I was, yeah, I, I, I took a, a red eye. I got to Chicago at 6 a.m. Uh, I slept in a hallway for two hours, and then I came here. And so I, I, first thing I came, and also I was here last year. I remember, like, the scene and what everyone is like. But the first thing I did was come here to the Hippodrome, and I walked into the building, and it was just like all... And when I, I don't want to say old people because that's subjective, but it was just... There was like 80-year-olds, right? In this building. I was like, oh, the fest has changed. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, is this known as like an old person hangout? Florida. <laughs> I heard one, it's Florida, and one, it's fancy. And this is kind of fancy for a wrestling podcast. I feel this is a movie theater, right? Think about how many times Cocoon's been played in this. <laughs> Look at me, a young Steve Gutenberg just killing it. At home, my picture is up. And I think I look like Steve Gutenberg a little bit. We do have some background music, thanks to some guy with a cell phone who didn't turn it off. <laughs> Playing the Stranger Things theme music. Oh, it's, it's okay, you're my DJ for today. It's, in, it's getting increasingly louder, though. <laughs> so, go on. You can be the co-host if you want. <laughs> Keep talking. Uh, we do have a lot of fun wrestlers that will come on. Um, but I'm excited to bring on my first guest. I, I believe this is his first fest. Third fest. I'm such a fucking poser. <laughs> oh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to share a story with you as I brought that up. Please welcome Chris Gather to the stage. I, hi, Chris. Hi, Colt. How you been? I'm great. Good. I did... Oh, so I've been doing Lucha Vavoom for a long time, and I hadn't been there in a year. I've probably been doing it like eight or nine years, and there was the girl that was hosting last... We did like three shows, and she, she's one of these girls who's like... Man, I don't want to shit on this girl, but she's just kind of like she. She's like, I own the room. I, you know, I've been doing this a long time. She's like, and I hadn't seen her, so she was like, uh, "Oh, is this your first time?" And I was like, "No, I've been doing this for eight years." And <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, this is my first year." So at first, she, yeah. this was her one year anniversary. So just when I called you on, I said it was your first time, and this is your scene. I'm an asshole. No, you're not an asshole at all. You're not at all. That's, well, it's, more, it's much more, as you know, my wife has been involved in the scene for a much longer time than I have. And uh, we've had a lot of fest bands come and play the Gethard show, and that kind of sucked me into this world. Was, it, we were kind of like a pipeline for them to show up on public access television for a long time, and then I was welcomed here after that. When, when was your first year here? Uh, my first year, let's see, I couldn't come last year, but I did the two years before that, so it was four years ago. Okay. Yeah. But performing or doing anything? Doing stand-up. Yeah, I've done stand-up twice, and I did a Smith's cover band another time uh, called Mr. Shankly and the Franklies, and it went w way better than we thought, and we've done four or five shows since, and there's a, a small label in Connecticut that wants to put out a seven-inch of us, and I'm all for it, <laughs> all for it, and uh, yeah, and, and this year we did the Gethard Show, and I'm doing Beautiful Anonymous. Do you... We'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite wrestling music because like when you said set the, did I put you on the spot with that? No, that's a great question. Because when I thing, said right? this, when you said a seven inch, I was I just started thinking of like like Jerry Lawler had those like real weird. Have you seen those on YouTube? Yeah. Where he's singing. Yeah. And there was one where he's singing. I think oh, I might beat my own show, but I think he was like singing about like a fifteen. Like he's talking about girls. It was yeah. Okay, it's been edited out. But in. Oh. oh, people are saying, hush. None of us want to talk about that Doug Gilbert shoot right now. None of us want to talk about that Doug Gilbert shoot right now. You rape little 14-year-old girls, Jerry Lawler. It's the best, one of the great moments of my life. Of it's your life. life. Seeing that for the first time. I did a show with Doug Gilbert. Really? It was everything I expected him to be. <laughs> yeah. And Tommy Rich. Told uh, me I had pretty hair. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, when you ask about wrestling music, I can say this. The first album I ever owned was a cassette tape of the wrestling album. Yes. The, the, that was like sort of my introduction to music was the wrestling album. Not, not the, because I had the vinyl. Uh, we're the same I age. had it on cassette. It's funny, my friend Mikey, who you know, who's like, you know, a pillar here of Fest, I told him, I was like, the first cassette I ever owned, first music I ever owned was a wrestling album. He's like, 
I had it on vinyl. I'm like, you fuck, like you, everything with music. Like, of course you had it on vinyl when I had and it on cassette. Me, me and Mikey Heard, just showing our punk rock roots. You know how it is. Land of a Thousand Dances. I was gonna say, what is your favorite song? Talking Grab Them Cakes yeah. is on there. I will say this though, I will say this too, especially at a fest that skews pop punk. It is astounding to me. And I told Mikey, I can't believe the Ergs never did this during their existence. I cannot believe that no pop punk band has covered Eat Your Heart Out Rick Springfield. That is like, first of all, it's weird that Jimmy Hart did a diss track on Rick Springfield. (laughs) Steals the riff, right, the from Jesse's Girl. But I think that is a legitimately catchy pop punk song. And that's because Mean Gene did Tutti Frutti and then later did, what was the other one he did? Rock and Roll Hoochie which... Oh, that was by Rick Derringer. I always thought he did. I always thought he was covering something. So I always kind of assumed that Rick Derringer, Eat Your Heart. No, well, that was Rick Springfield. Like, so Jesse's girl was that. You know, I wish that we could, uh, Jesse's girl. (laughs) Right? Yeah. That's like a real song. So he was like. But I I always thought that was like an answer track where he was the guy on the other side of that, being like, "Fuck off, Springfield!" Like, right? Isn't that kind of the story of that song? And Jimmy Hart is known as like the most political correct don't step on anybody's toes kind of he, he is that true that's very true that's not a reputation many from his era of wrestling have <laughs> and that's why he's lasted so long yeah. which is hard for him in this era of he's so loyal to hulk hogan yeah. and then there's that hulk hogan split like he doesn't with i'm w- not sure i'm not sure what you're referring to oh <laughs> uh well he was black and white and then <laughs> Then he just didn't have any colors. Right. Or maybe he was just white. Right. The real heel turn. Everybody talks about the Hollywood Hogan heel turn. Yes. Little did they know what was yet to come. Well, that was in, they call this the reality era, <laughs> yeah. right? There you go. I feel that's what this was. As real as it gets. Uh, your TV show is on True TV. That's the truth, yeah. Is that? That is the truth. Is that True TV's slogan? No, I, that was just that's my natural response. <laughs> I wish. But one of my favorite episodes was not on True TV. It was our final ever episode on Fusion where you came in and had us do a six-man tag match. Mm-mm. And one Eight-man tag. It was an eight-man? It was me, you, X-Pac Rhino, right, versus mm. John Hamm, a pineapple coconut, and he, sh- <laughs> and he who shall not be named. I have dealt with him enough this weekend. I have dealt with him enough this weekend. Well, I, because, so when we talk about you, at least your career, and it's it's so close to uh, good guys versus bad guys. Yeah. And it's like you need, I feel you need, uh, because you're such a true baby face. Thank you so much. I believe. You almost, you need a heel to play off of, right? And for years it was probably, I don't know if you would like consider maybe the idea of Comedy Central or... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, they. I felt like, like they were probably more, right? They were probably more like the, uh, if that was like... When I was indie, and they were, they were, who would they be? It wouldn't even be Vince. They would be like the OVW gatekeepers, right? Well, th- I'm saying when when you were with Big Lake. Oh right, oh that. They. Uh-uh. Well, that's why. <laughs> for anybody who doesn't know, you and I met in passing many years ago, and then you got back in touch with me, and this was after you left WWE, mm. and you were like, "Hey, we did that video together years ago, and our lives are weirdly parallel now." Yeah. Because you went on to a sitcom, I went on to WWE, didn't end great for either of us, but now we're rebuilding. You were building up the podcast, and I was on public access, and you were like, our lives are the same. Yeah. We must be allies. <laughs> this weird mixture of pride and sadness that not, too many people, that not too many people out there know. And then we've been super tight buddies ever since. And I'm saying, like, I think WWE was kind of like they were the heel to my, like, my baby face. Yeah, little, uh-oh. And then your heel... That was weird. <laughs> so you're here. Did somebody say heel? Did somebody say heel? Ooh, hit my music. Hit my music. Yeah. Yeah, let's hear that music. What is it? Let's hear that vacation music. Boo, ba, ba, boo, boo. Yeah, boo you. You sound like a ghost on Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what's up, Colt Cabana? Truce. 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 What's up, Chris Gethard? Truce. Truce. 
for everybody listening on the podcast, I went in for a handshake and then ran my hand through my hair. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, loser? What's up? Loser's the new nerd. What's up? Oh, wait. I lost last night. I'm wearing this bag because I lost. We Whatever. A show where we competed and he lost, so he has to wear a bag around Fest that says, Great Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So okay. this is your... This is Vacation Jason. This is my heel. He beat you in the biggest match of your life, which I was in. Clean. Sorry about that. He did. Fair Not and square. Clean. Not clean. Clean and you fair and square. You convinced Rhino to turn on me, you son of a bitch, and you know yeah. it. That's right. Rhino. The scariest moment of my life. All Rhino kept... How much am I allowed to reveal? I don't... I, reveal I, whatever you want. It's okay. We can go beyond the... All Rhino kept saying to me, because I was going to take the gore, He was, and he's the nicest dude. Rhino's so nice. All he ever wants to talk about is politics. I learned that in his time around there. It's really true. He just... One of our writers, Nicole Dressbell, and him sat talking about their favorite presidents for hours the night of the show. That's all Rhino wants to talk about is like political history. But he was like, I'm going to do the gore. It's going to go fine. You just have to get to the center of the ring. This ring's a little small. Get to the center of the ring. And I was like, got it. And as soon as I said, got it, he knew and I knew that I was not, I had not soaked it in. And like three or four times, he's like, please get the center of the ring. And if you watch me take the gore, my head bounces right off the rope. And uh, Because it was, you were where? Not in the center of the yeah. ring. Not even close. Not even close to the center of the ring. And my head hits the ropes, and it was not good for me. And this has all been a, an elaborate hallucination ever since, that fateful moment. <laughs> None of this is real. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, we've got a real-life angle playing out here. What's and that? I was told that because it is fest, Vacation Jason... I'm had- punk now. <laughs> Everybody see my dangly skull and crossbone earring? I look like Emilio Estevez in Repo Man. That's right. Why are you letting this happen? I'm not letting this happen. I might have been briefed that you have a song to sing. Oh, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Let's make this part happen. Okay, yeah, let's do this. Okay, is everybody familiar with Halloween? Yeah. yeah, it's too scary, you know? Well, this is a wrestling podcast on Halloween, so I wrote a rap about Gangrel, the vampire wrestler. Oh, this is going to go well, It's going to go really well. This is going to go really, really well. Okay, it's, uh, I guess, just imagine the Gangrel entrance music. You remember how it goes? I'm going to say that everyone here knows how it goes. Right? But I, this is how you're starting your music performance, by inviting them to imagine yeah, the music? Imagine music. I do it all the time. <laughs> Enriches my life. Hold on. Does anyone ha- think they have the track in their head? Ish? Ish? Are you, oh, can you play it? Okay. All right. Hold on. Yeah, let's do this. So we're just going to play it off some random audience goer's phone so you can rap off of it. That's right. Oh. Okay. But again, shut up. Already know I'm a vampire. Arena screaming as I rise out the damn fire. I was at the bottom, now I can't get damn higher. You ain't shaking in your boots, you a damn liar. Yeah, and I'm ready to bite next. I like it raw, and I wonder who I gotta fight next. Bloodbath, you do the math. From the stage to the cage, don't cross my path. Dark ceremony, a goblet of blood. I might fight dirty, I don't wrestle in mud. The creep rolls deep, fits me in the brood. I lead you to bleed, Gangrel is that dude. I'll make you hurt in my a ruffly shirt. I'm fanging and banging till your jugular squirt. I got Edge and Christian, them are Ernie and Bert. My Impaler DDT will leave your dick in the dirt. Cause I'm Gangrel, a spike batter to hell. Try to hunt me down, you won't live to tell. See me on the Titan Tron and you'll feel unwell. Cause your dates are numbered just like your red blood cells. Another name in the Hall of Fame of those bitten. Hear your breath of the lost souls if you listen. Rhymes colder than the blood that I'm spitting. He's not stopping, you Chris. too, at the Vatican. That's Edge and Christian. Got the blonde 
blonde hair with the shirt with the ruffles trapping suplex i'm the jerk with the muscles as i march to the ring in my shades feeling so bad i could even kill blade feeling so bad shouts out to vlad if i ain't the main event i gotta bite shane's dad vince what look at me strut i'm sleeping in a tomb feeling like king tut second coming to track but way more jack my sneak attack will leave you laying flat on your back Okay. Hell of a running. Wow. Hell of a running. Where are you at on the internet, Vacation Jason? Uh, Vacation Jason on Twitter. Uh, if you want to follow this guy named at Riley Soliner, you can hear the rest of the rap on YouTube. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know, see me on the Chris Gethard Show, ruining everything. <laughs> All right, Vacation Jason. Get him out of here. Get him out of here. All right, before, uh, before you go back and break a, a chair over his back. Yeah. Um, I legitimately do not understand why people like that. <laughs> he looks comfortable. I, I do wonder your perspective, though. Heel psychology. Okay. Why does he get them? How does he hook them in? What is it about him? Well, a lot of it is you going, don't like this guy. <laughs> if we're just putting it all on the table, Rhino Gores, <laughs> for exposing our businesses together, like a blood pact, like Gangrel and whoever he would yeah, wrestle. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so your show, True TV, 11 o'clock Eastern. Thursday nights, yeah. We'll see how many more they let us do. It's looking good, though. Feeling good about it. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, where are you at on the internet? Chris Gethard on Twitter and Chris Geth on Instagram and ChrisGeth.com for all my touring dates. Can, can we expose the text that you gave me the other day? Which one? Where you said, hey, do you think this guy would be a thing? Oh, yeah. No, I would love to start anything to make that happen. So, so Chris texts me, hey, you think Ric Flair would do our show? <laughs> and I said, if you have the right amount of cocaine... <laughs> He'll do anything. <laughs> you didn't quite so explicitly say that, but you definitely indicated it heavily. I, wi I wink emoji that very hardly. <laughs> You're like, he kind of plays by his own rules. And I was like, in a way that would be good for our show or bad for our show. And you were like, really, it's going to play out in the moment, man. <laughs> Which is the spirit of the show. I think so, yeah. I would love to make that happen. I'm thinking him or Jake Roberts. Uh, those are two people I'm gunning for. It's a good gun. Yeah. Yeah. We hope to have him on. Yeah, we almost, you almost hooked us up with Piper. Yeah. I have texts in my phone with Roddy Piper when I'm like, hey, Colt, I'm Colt's friend. Uh, you should come do my TV show sometime. We'd love to have you. You're a hero of mine. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to be off the road for a few weeks, but then I'll be in touch. We'll make it happen. Didn't happen. Also, I once got a text from him being like, I love you, kid. And I was like, wrong Colt. <laughs> <laughs> His son's name is Colt. <laughs> But I, you know, seven-year-old me was like, I love you too, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris Grather, everybody. Thank you. Of course, stick around and hang out with Chris afterwards. He's doing his podcast, Beautiful Anonymous, which is available on Earwolf. Also a great podcast. Uh, oh, that was, I didn't even get to ask if he did, if there was wrestle, weird wrestling stuff. Okay, let's get some wrestlers out here. Uh, please welcome to the stage. I don't know if he can talk. We'll see. Matt Cross is uh, Matt Cross. <laughs> oh, you can just dump all your shit back there. Get on in. How you doing? Yeah. You sound like the coolest wrestler ever. <laughs> Let me tell you how it used to be, kid. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to like let's. Okay, so tell me, let's, tell me how, you've, how you've gained this voice, and then people will hear your voice, and it'll be exciting. Well, there's this thing that we're currently at called the fest, and I have been fested. Uh, I did pre-fest. That's um, what happens when Gangrel bites you. <laughs> it happened. It happened hard. Uh, this is my first fest, embarrassingly enough, and uh, I wanted to go all in, so I did the pre-fest as well. So I've already seen it against me uh, three times, and they're like my favorite band, and this is where they're from, so it's like... Uh, I'll call it religious experience for me. Uh, so I went as hard as you could possibly go. I saw on Instagram that the, they are hooked up to IVs right now, and that's 
what I need. <laughs> why? What? How? We, what? Why? We, back in my day, kid, we go hard. I'm telling you. <laughs> why are they hooked up on IVs? If you were there, you would know. Yesterday was like one of the best shows in my life, so I'm sure someone here was there, right? <laughs> I literally don't understand, though. Like, they're trying to get fluids into them? Yeah, yeah. It's just small, sweaty venues, and, like, screaming as loud and, and hard as you can. You're talking to two people that don't drink. <laughs> An audience member says it cures hangovers. What does that mean? I don't know. So now you sound... In my head, you're, you're a bad guy from 1965 named Popeye something. <laughs> What would your last name be? <laughs> Popeye Mulligan. Popeye Mulligan. Let yeah. me tell you how it was running the roads. So. You love spinach anyways. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I always get it on my subway. We're the big subway guys. We so are. Not gotta sponsored go. yet. Yeah. There's only so many times I could tweet at... W- <laughs> I, I would go on the record and say Positive that. trolling? Is that a thing? <laughs> Maybe outside of yourself, I eat more Subway than anyone on the planet. Like, well, for sure. My Subway has closed next to me where I was on a first-name basis with him, and when I would walk in the door, he would have it ready for me. Um, but it's cl- since closed, and it's not a- as close to me, so you might have taken... The Cleveland Airport Subway knows my order. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> What's your order? Uh, chicken breast, double meat, no cheese, uh, wheat, flatbread. Bam. Mm. I think that should be a wrestling move, the double meat. <laughs> Popeye Mulligan would definitely do yeah. the double meat. <laughs> but only off the second, brother. We're not, we're not going to the top rope. Uh, let's talk, um, uh, let's talk I, I guess, music and wrestling together. Please. Um, so go on. <laughs> that you've met through wrestling, because that's a thing, is, right, is, is they share that relationship with you, you share that relationship with that mutual uh, admiration. Yeah, yeah, even being at the fest has been really cool for a million reasons. Uh, we call it fest here. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, this is my second year, you've only been here one year. <laughs> uh, it's true, it's true. <laughs> like, in a good way, I can't even walk down the street without, like, Someone's like, oh, Matt Cross. And I think they're like a fan or whatever. I'm like, what's up? And they're like, you don't remember me? I'm the guitarist in the copyrights or whatever. I'm like, oh, sick. You know, like, <laughs> th- th- we did something earlier today and this guy asked a question and he's like, I'm an Iron Reagan. I'm like, I'll see you later, dude. Yeah. Know, he, might, he might even still be here. So I'll see you later, dude. Um, and then, yeah, it's like every band, it feels like, has some appreciation for what we do because is, it is so, uh, you know, parallel. Um, and we're just, you know, traveling around and sleeping on couches and doing what's in our heart. So, like, that's punk rock. So, I, I was listening to a little uh, of the podcast that was before the whole reference show, and I think you said that you were in a band. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was first. I was in a Misfits cover band for six years. <laughs> Wait, I, this must have been. Ta- that's also how many podcasts I've done. Is I'm sure we talked about this, but I for- have forgotten. Oh yeah, I remember we played in Detroit, and like Alex Shelley came and stuff. I mean, it was like a real thing. What did What do you play? Uh, well, I'm not a drummer, but in this band, I played drums. So, <laughs> out of respect for, I'm sure there's like drummers in the room. Okay. So I the can't. Same way where like I don't do stand up, but I'll try to talk into a mic and make people laugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I can play all the misfit songs on drums. I'm not a drummer. <laughs> where would you learn how to drum though? I play bass poorly, uh, and my two other friends also play bass, and we were like, dude, we need to be in a misfits cover band, and then. But we all play bass, so that's going to be a weird band. <laughs> and then my buddy is like, all in guitar, I'm going to want to anyway. And then they both just kind of look at me. And I was like, so, so I got to be the drummer? Or what? So then we just give me like a shitty $200 kit, I think they call it. And uh, yeah, I don't even like, it's funny because then I went to the store and I bought like the wrong drumsticks. I bought these like marching band, like huge <laughs> ones. And I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm pretty sure when you're like for real, like it's like in the wrist or something, but I'm like bam bam from whatever, like just going crazy because I don't know what I'm, yeah, the Flintstones. I don't know what I'm doing, so I just like go nuts and like everything falls over because I don't have it like even properly set up. So, what was like, the most you drew? Oh, I mean, we, we, you know, I don't know, little bits like a couple I, thousand? I, oh, yeah. <laughs> there was about uh, four or five thousand in the Omni. And, no, but like I remember we did this like show around Halloween. And we, you know, we're driving there to Detroit and be like, it's going to be so sick. Oh, it's the anniversary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <true. laughs> and then, like, 
not only was like not really anybody there, but nobody cared either. Huh. And I took it so personally because I'm like, it's the Misfits and it's Halloween and I'm going to kill somebody. Why don't you guys know? So should have been here in front of appreciative people. Uh, I think one of the Misfits was, a, was in WCW. Jerry only and Doyle for a while, which is it's pretty insane. Was, yeah. Did that blow your mind or did you like see that coming? I like forget it all the time. Like you bring it up, I'm like, that is true. Yeah. They're so well. When it happened, you your mind must have been blown. Oh, you're calling me out. Uh, I don't. I and like don't... the same way when David Koechner came out to play the right of censor character. <laughs> I was like, holy shit, that's Whammy from Anchorman. <laughs> Blew my mind. And he's not even pleased. The, the Misfits played the Misfits. David yeah. Koechner played Whammy or played some random guy on right to censor. Anyone remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was the original right to censor. That was my Jerry Only moment. So, on my bucket list is to lift weights with Doyle. Uh, he's the <laughs> he's the guitar player in the Misfits. Uh, he's vegan and he's like the most jacked guy ever. If he came in here, he'd just eat all of us and like we well, wouldn't because he's vegan. Oh no, yeah, he, he wouldn't. Would, <laughs> he would kill us all though because he's awesome. And uh, so I was like, you know, murder, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing he he won't murder. Animals, people for sure, but human beings. <laughs> Go on. I learned from popular culture and the kids that it goes uh, down in the DM. So I was like, it's time to hit Doyle in the DM, right? Uh, so I'm like, you know, vegans tend to like to talk about being vegan. So I'm like, I'll, I'm curious. So I'll write him asking about information in that and then drop in that I'd also like to lift weights with him. The hook being like, I want to learn about veganism and bodybuilding. Uh, that blue check goes a long way, right? Yeah, I was, I was hoping. I was yeah. hoping. So then, you know, I'm going through my day and I get a little, like, notification that I have a reply from Doyle. And I'm like, oh, sick. Like, this is going to be the best thing ever. And it, it was and wasn't at the same time. I open it up, full of anticipation, heart. Just the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would love to think of him cowering over a phone, like, cool, cool. Yeah, definitely weights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to say your reply is obviously broken heart. <laughs> I went with Kissy, but I didn't hear back, so I made a mistake. <laughs> Who are the other wrestling, uh, or, or the musicians that, well, that was the first one that came to my mind was ICP. I don't know, is anyone else, uh, 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 the Kiss Demon, did that do anything for you? No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, Vampiro is a punk, and I remember being really excited because he, you know, has this love of this thing that we all share. Yeah, I did, dude, I did a podcast with him, and I didn't real. Yeah, it was for really for good. that aspect of it, not even the, but to realize how deep he was into it. Because obviously, the first you know five years of my career, you know, me and Punk went all around, and I'd, I'd hear all the songs, and I'd, I'd understand the culture, and I, I think I understand it more than most because we did so many car rides together. But then to hear how deep he was into yeah. it. it was pretty mind-blowing for me and, well you have and for, even for yourself you have to have an appreciation of it because you're living it you know like a weird example like my dad is the punkest dude that's ever lived but he doesn't even know what punk rock is right. which makes him more punk yeah <laughs> he brews his own beer makes his own bread rides his bike to work like he's a progressive socialist like he's he's the most punk rock person that's ever existed and then i'm like dude you're such a punk and he's just like what he plays a banjo he's in bands uh, <laughs> like I'm like, dude, man. So, but yeah. So in that, we're like, you're living it. So, whether you want to be or not, you're one of us. One of us. One of us. Um, so yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. That was the cutest one of us, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> one of us. One of us. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you're, you're one of us. Um, so I did this tour in uh, Italy in 2006 with Vampiro, and there's a bit of like a, an unspoken like language to it, like this counterculture, whatever you want to call Italian? it. Italian. So, <laughs> 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 He's on the bus in front of me, and I'm like, now's my chance to talk punk rock with Vampiro, a guy that I know feels so strongly about it. And, like, not that many guys within wrestling have, you know, a deep appreciation of it. So kind of like I'm leaning over the bus thing, and I'm just like, hey, man, you like GBH? Like, as if it's some kind of <laughs> thinking. Because if someone came up to me, I'd be like, yes, we're best friends. Like, I'm not hitting him with, like, I don't know, Blink-182. It's like this is, you got oh. to know something. Isn't that growth hormone? <laughs> <laughs> I know all of this is gonna be over your head because we start talking band. If you look at even my playlist, it's like Clit Forty Five and the Sex Pistols and like what are these Jism? What are these bands? Like what the fuck? I find well this- aware of what Jism is. <laughs> <laughs> these bands are. Do I find his secret porn stash? Like what is this? Um, but yeah, so I was like, 
you like GBH, man? And he's just like, yeah. And like, I, I was heartbroken. I'm just uh, like, <laughs> like, dude, that was supposed to be our moment. Uh, in my head, he like has a piece of paper and just draws a heart and gives it to you. <laughs> <laughs> Story of my life. <laughs> uh, Matt, where you at on the internet, friend? Uh, at MDog Matt Cross. And then please check out WrestlingIsForever.com if you haven't already. All right. <laughs> Matt Cross, everybody. Good. What show are you running to? I missed Beach Slang. I made him miss Beach Slang. Sorry. It's okay. If you stick around, I'll do a bash at the Beach Slang reference. <laughs> oh, wait, I just did. Please welcome Eric Cannon. <laughs> Hey, man. Solid pickup right there. Let's get this in the mic. How are you? It's good Let's to see you. Let's do one together. Oh. Cheers. Welcome to Fest. <laughs> I immediately regret that. I regret that for you. Fuck, why'd I do that? <laughs> what, what, is this just water? Yeah, it's just water. What the hell's wrong with you? I'm hardcore. What's up, Cannon? Uh, my blood alcohol content, that is definitely up. Uh, I've been here since Wednesday. Wednesday was brutal. I partied way too hard, way too fast. Are you going to be able to wrestle? That's tomorrow. So uh, let's let's give the um, the short vis- version of you being Dr. PBR. Okay. Uh, which, is a, which is a mixture of Dr. Pepper and Pep's Blue Ribbon. I, gu- I guess the long story short is. I thought that was funnier. <laughs> yeah, but you also just did that. Yeah. So <laughs> basically, uh, I I drink beer in the ring, and um, it started to catch some steam and some buzz, and the internet really helped it out, and eventually. I feel you're too close. Okay. Oh. Go on. Go on. <laughs> like you've done this before I'm, or something. All right. I'm a tech guy, all right? <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and my name kept coming up in their marketing meetings, and I got an email one day. Hey, we have our marketing meetings. Your name keeps coming up. And I was like, who the fuck is this? This is bullshit. Because it was from an at gmail.com account. Right. So I was like, what a dumb rib. And that's ba- basically what I replied with. And then I got a reply from his at papsblueribbon.com email account. And I was like, oh, I fucked this up before it even started. <laughs> but they were like, hey, man, you're going to fit right in. Like, then they just started sending me stuff. Like, here's 100 koozies. Give them away when you can. Then it turned into hats and T-shirts. And then I got a sandwich maker in the mail one day. It was <laughs> ridiculous. Like, like, what is that? Yeah. So it's like a, a panini press, I guess it's called. It, bread, meat, whatever, you, however you want to make your sandwich. And then you shut it and it stamps PBR on the toast. <laughs> Which is a really weird thing for a beer company to have. Uh, but I got one. Yeah. And I, don't, I was super curious as to how that would tie in. I don't ever PBR. use it. Oh, I'll take it. Uh, oh, well, all right. And then sell it on eBay. And then the coolest... <laughs> they're super rare, too. You'd get decent dough for it. Well, maybe you should sell it. <laughs> No way. Okay. It's a great conversation. Piece. I thought it was gonna be like a, like beer battered something like beer battered grilled cheeses. Is that a thing? We could try it. Mm. I mean, you could try it. I could try it and tell you about it. Yeah. Uh, but like the, podcast. the <laughs> deal. Like, like now. Yeah. Uh, but the real kicker was I got a phone call one day and they were like, "Hey, we just were wondering where you how you wanted your sponsorship check your sponsorship check," and I was like, "Wait, what?" They're like, yeah, do you want a physical check in the mail or do you want direct deposit? Do you want an oversized novelty one? <laughs> that, that would have been real tight. But I was like, this is a joke, right? Just send me the damn check. And they just, and it's been amazing. I thought you were going to say, I want, it. I, want it in, I want it in beers. I didn't, well, that's the cool thing. Like, I've literally never asked for anything. They just, I take care of them and they take care of me and it's great. Uh, a couple of fests ago, they paid for my tattoo which I got in Ebor. Uh, it's just awesome. Uh, and then, so let's talk about like first wrestling, okay. which is, I think, a tie-in with 
PBR mm -hmm. in terms of like you, you were traveling around being the P, being the PBR wrestler. Yep. But then it, it almost makes sense that, that like I don't know if you, and you tell me if if you it, well first wrestling before PBR there you've been doing first wrestling before the PBR stuff came around right yeah there's a promotion in Minneapolis that uh, I kind of helped run and uh, we've been doing shows since 2007 but they didn't really pick up and we didn't really start doing anything cool or different until 2013 which is when the whole Pabst thing kind of took off for me and I'm saying did you was that like a light bulb moment of like oh we can put together kind of rock and rock and or new age rock and wrestling well so the bit? thing the thing was like we were doing really good shows if you like wrestling these shows were great shows they were full of awesome matches and Cole Cabana was there and mm. the the wrestling was great but the crowds were just not that sizable and I just kept thinking there's oh doing. that's my drawing power thank you <laughs> the one that he was on drew awesome <laughs> the rest of them though uh, and I just kept thinking, like, we're running in this amazing venue. Um, if you're familiar with Prince or the movie Purple Rain, we do the shows at First Avenue in Minneapolis. And it's this ridiculous, iconic venue uh, for music and history and all this stuff. But goddamn, does it look amazing when you drop a wrestling ring in the middle of it. And I couldn't think about why or how to get more people into these shows. And that's when I decided that wrestling was by itself kind of boring. Or at least in my opinion, it had gotten that way. Um, so we interjected punk rock and burlesque, and it's taken off like wildfire. We sell out the main room every time we do it. Uh, what do you like? What do you mean when you say? Well, because you said it, it's boring. I mean, I get what you're saying. I think that the idea that people are going to pay whatever that ticket price is every single month to see six wrestling matches in their local hometown can be a little stale. Mm -hmm. um, and. I'm not trying to say that I don't like wrestling. I'm just trying to say that whatever we were doing at that time, it wasn't working. Right. And I just felt like we, we can give them more. There can be something else that, that gives them a, a reason, a want, a desire to, to pay for that ticket and come in and see what we're doing. And, man, it has totally changed everything that we're doing. And do you, how do you find the success? Is it the idea of just because of all of it together in one? Do you think that's the big sale or... It's, or I think it's just a spectacle, and people who, who may not necessarily be diehard wrestling fans, um, or you may not be uh, super into the specific band that's booked, or you might not like burlesque, whatever it is, somebody likes one of them, mm. and have, they're coming. Have you done, uh, has there been a burlesque-themed uh, wrestler, or a yeah. wrestling-themed burlesque act? Queenie Von Curves did uh, Hulk Hogan, and it was weird as fuck. Oh. <laughs> was it post? Was it like as that stuff came out? Uh, no. So it's just weird on its own. She had a mustache. <laughs> and I, I, I tried telling her, I was like, look, I think this act is awesome. I think it's great. But we're already doing wrestling. Like, you're a different part. I had to try to explain that I didn't want the burlesque. I didn't want the music to be wrestling. I wanted each, each medium to be its own. Like, that's the good thing, I thought. Oh, really? Yeah. I love the idea of that. Of, but then the more I think about it, it's like, why am I getting a boner for Hulk Hogan? <laughs> this, is, this is not what I signed up for. Did you ever think that'd be a sentence you would say? Yes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, you're on your own, kiddo. Yeah, 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 yeah Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. And are you doing Masked Intruder stuff this weekend? Or is that kayfabed? Uh, if it was. Uh, no, uh, Masked Intruder's not playing this year. Oh. I've just been to so many fests, I figured... <laughs> This is where they play. <laughs> yeah, but those dudes uh, and the guys from Less Than Jake and uh, uh, the guys in Banner Pilot are kind of the reason why there's Fest Wrestling on Sunday. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they, they were like, Tony, if you want to do wrestling at Fest, this is the asshole you got to talk to because he already does it in Minneapolis. And I just told Tony, I was like, this is awesome. Like, the crossover between, between punk rock and pro wrestling seemingly continues to grow and grow and grow and like it, I just would have never expected it to be like that. Wait, so how, so that meeting happened? Well, how, what? Are you the godfather of fast wrestling? What's going uh, on here? JR from Less Than Jake. Not to be confused with Jim Ross. True. <laughs> Not confuse him. Whatever. Slobber knocker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, put us all in the email and was like, hey look, this is the guy to talk to. And then the Mass Intruder guys were a reference and the Banner Pilot because they've played Wrestlepalooza and um, and they were just like, yeah, talk to him. He's doing it in Minneapolis, and he can help. 
Um, so I had a bunch of conversations with Tony about last year's uh, Fest Wrestling show that happened. And um, a year later, here we are. He's going strong, and the shows are great. Um, You're the champion for some reason. No, I'm not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sue Young is the champion, oh, and yeah. she's crazy. Yeah. Chucky e. T's got his hands full tomorrow. Oh. Yeah. He's wrestling Sue. That's, she's uh, a bit much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, look, then. I look forward to it. Yeah. Uh, Eric, where are you at on the internet? Uh, I am all things at Eric Cannon. Nice and easy. It is nice and easy. Yeah. Eric Cannon, everybody. I'm going to see if I can get you a towel. Oh, thank you. I am wet. It was worth it. All right, we have one more before you... Before this guy walks out. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, please welcome to the, the ring. Please welcome to the ring of friends. Uh, a man who just cracked a beer, who's ready to drink. Chuck Taylor. I was reading your, uh, your shirts. You want to talk basketball? You want to talk about the Philadelphia 76ers? Is that why you brought me out here? It's Joel Embiid. It says trust the process. He's uh, never thought I would have like, so much of a crush on a 23-year-old dude from Cameroon. But I think, I, I think I'm in love. I think I love him. Um, the only thing I know about the Philadelphia 76ers is I did a book report on Charles Barkley's autobiography in sixth grade. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. And I'm pretty sure I made up half of it. But it's pretty easy to know. Round mount or rebound. Yeah, you got it. You Auburn. Know it <laughs> Did you talk about a Space Jam period? He was in Space Jam? Okay, I'm going to... real nervous that he's not in Space Jam. Well, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to admit something that I don't like. I, I don't even want to admit, but I've never seen. Fuck off. It's amazing. Space Jam. There's so much Chicago stuff in it. Bill Murray. Michael Jordan. I'm sorry, Eric. I know. I, I hadn't seen Titanic until last year. Most, I, most people do put those in the same, uh, <laughs> in the same boat, Titanic and Space Jam. And I live-tweeted I live tweeted me watching Titanic. Uh, I was the, the only... Maybe I should live-tweet myself watching Space that, Jam. I, I knew there was a reason why I unfollowed you on Twitter. <laughs> uh, okay, I follow you. It's okay, I still follow you, although you're muted. And you don't know. I know now. JK. <laughs> uh, this is, sorry, this, you got your little clock going here. It's, are, you're, I just keep staring at it. It's the only thing changing. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is static. For yeah, okay. Um, so you, uh, you're a wrestler. Okay, the, by the time this comes <laughs> I'm out. I'm a wrestler, yeah. By the time, <laughs> cool. You're so good at this. Thank you. Uh, oh, hey, since... since Because uh, you, I think you've been on the podcast the most between the... A number of live shows you've done, including one where we read fan fiction together. I don't talk about that one. We, we don't, we talk, don't about talk about that. Nope. In front of a weird audience in in England, where Ahmed Johnson was having his way with a, a little Evan Bourne. Why we don't talk about this one? <laughs> and very upsetting. It got <laughs> to which we all thought it would be hilarious in the moment, and then as we read it with the crowd, it got real unhilarious. <laughs> Real quick, uh, but since then you've joined. Uh, you've joined. You've been. A, you're a Ring of Honor guy now. Yeah, I'm one of the best in the world, probably. <laughs> most most people seem to agree that I'm one one of the best wrestlers, maybe of all time. <laughs> oh no, I'm a tag guy. We're not even gonna. <laughs> I've lost every singles match I've ever had there. Uh, but that that must be a nice. I know you never say anything serious in your whole life. <laughs> Ex uh, but that must be a nice little validation. I mean, I know you did do TNA, One Night Stand. And I and I, I lost a match to the Hardy Boys. Well, to one Hardy Boy. Ooh, which one? Jeff. Oh, I thought it was going to be Maxwell. 
I would absolutely wrestle Maxwell. The way we lost the match, it might might as well have been. <laughs> hey, who did you tag with somebody? JT Dunn and I wrestled uh, only Jeff Hardy, and he just really gave it to us. <laughs> really. Hey, we're brothers, in the way. Me and Funaki only wrestled Kozlov oh. and both got our asses kicked. Does that sound similar? Yeah, it's exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a tag name with Funaki? Uh, Kung Junaki. Oh, I love it. I just made that up. That's good. That's, that's off the top of the dome. That's Improv, why you're one of the folks. best. Improv. That's why you're one of the classic comedy wrestlers. Thank you. <laughs> of our generation. <laughs> top, top four independent comedy wrestler going today. <laughs> You know, I was so excited to wrestle Yano uh, at Ring of Honor, and mm-hmm. I had to go look, after Ring of Honor posted, I had to go look at some of the tweets underneath it, and one was like, what a waste, that match is obviously for Chuck Taylor. There was more than one. <laughs> <laughs> it was me, mostly. Okay. I, I owe my Kevin Durant dummy accounts. That's another <laughs> basketball rap. I don't know why it's turned into a lot of basketball talk. Sure. Nobody gets these things. Um, so, I brought you on with an idea. You, it was such a hit last time in Chicago. Go listen to that live podcast in Chicago where Chuck Taylor had a list of names that he just made up of wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Did we make some today? I got some more, yeah. Okay. These are, so, so the, the last ones were like over the course of like three years. These are over the course of like the last four days, so. When I said, hey, you got four days to make a list yeah. of wrestling yeah. names. Uh, all right, here we go. I'll just, I'll just jump right in. Uh, first one on the list, double meat Popeye Mulligan. <laughs> He's here. <laughs> I was legitimately like, wait, double meat? I thought that before. <laughs> Took me a second. Uh, all right, uh, I got a tag team. Um, I was listening to a lot of Bob Seger recently, so we got Against the Wind, Dan Bath, and his partner Hollywood Knights, Bob Arlington. I don't know if they have a tag team name. Maybe the... Uh, I don't know Seeger that well. Silver, Silver Bullets. That's two on the nose. Uh, all right, here's one. All right, this one's going to take a little bit of explanation. So it's a guy, right? He wrestles at... He loves the movie Predator. You've seen the movie Predator? I have. He loves a predator. He has like dreadlocks and he kind of dresses and he kind of moves like predator, you know? And he does that for a while. Mm-hmm. And then after, after a while, he gets, he gets a little tired of doing the same thing over and over again. He's like, you know what? I'm like a, I'm like a sexy type guy. Like, I'm like a, I like to, I'm like Mark Henry, you know, the sexual chocolate. Like, I think I'm going to start calling myself like, I don't know, the, the sexual predator. <laughs> and he just, he just does not understand why that's not okay. Everybody's like, there's like, they're like trying to like, <laughs> they're protesting shows he's on. What? I'm just like the sexual predator. I don't get it. So he's, he's pretty good. Um, Pat Minotaur. You know what a Minotaur is? Like a, a centaur is like a half man, half whore. A Minotaur is a half bull, half person, right? Well, the Mantar was... That's different. He was a minotaur. Okay. Now well, this is Pat Minotaur. Yeah. Just really loves uh, Pat, Min- Min- Pat Benatar. Benatar, yeah. Right. I overexplained that one. No. Uh, but I thought, I thought, I was like, wait, I think that's why I, everyone's laughing. <laughs> and then I was like, wait, but maybe not when you were like, do you know what a minotaur is? And then it all came together. Yeah. It's a half, half bull, half 80s uh, rock and roll singer. Yeah. When it comes out. Instead of like high fives, people just sure, yeah, people pat it. it. You know, like yeah. they do Pat Benatar at her shows. Yeah. Uh, the Catholic priest Saul Leibowitz. Now, here's what Saul Leibowitz. Yeah, not to be confused with Saul Leibowitz. What's that? I don't know. Oh. S, it's, to me, it sounded like S O U L. No, Saul. Like Saul. You know, like a, a like a, like a like a one of these. <laughs> yes. This man covered his mouth. Couldn't believe it. I'm Jewish. It's okay. <laughs> He's so upset. He just leaves. Here, tell me there are Jews here. Uh, <laughs> uh, I got one. All right. Uh, Johnny Depp's cousin. 
That's his name. That's his name. That's his name. <laughs> you know how in WWF they like always break them down to like their, you know, like how Yoshihiro Tajiri from Yokohama, or Yokohama Japan became Tajiri from Japan. Mm. Like this guy probably had a name before, but he's like, it's just Johnny Depp's cousin. <laughs> what if, uh, what if it was meant to be Balls Mahoney, and so his name was Balls Depp? <laughs> Are you all right, man? <laughs> Oh, boy. That's pretty good. You just dropped out of the top five of <laughs> indie comedy wrestlers. Uh, I got uh, Scott Bakula. It's just a guy from Quantum Leap. That's just yeah, his yeah. real name. It's not even... yeah. but I thought that would be pretty cool. It's, good. it's Halloween themed also. <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, Francis Butternuts. Uh, ASAP Greg. That's for Trent. You know, like ASAP Ferg and ASAP uh, Rocky and that whole group? He's just ASAP Greg. He's just a shitty little white guy. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, Beefsteak Tony. <laughs> it's just you in Philadelphia. Yeah, he's like, oh, dude, it's me from, 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 from here in Philadelphia, dude. That's a Philly accent. That's what they sound like. Yeah, he's going to go on, get a hoagie. You guys obviously haven't spent much time in Philly. Because that's dead on. Uh, wingspan Hawk Barnaby. And in parentheses, it's because he's got long arms. He's got real long arms. Uh, Dave the Bubbler Sandoval. Fine wine, Whitney Cheese. She's a, that's one of the rare girl names that we have on here. Right. Uh, Apollo 11, Michael Collins. He's just, the, he's just the third guy. He never actually went into, he never stepped foot on the moon. He was in the, yeah, it's a space joke. Tony the Gay Tiger. It's not, it's not funny. Uh, uh, Oh, I, I like this guy. Uh, his name's, the name's not really important. I wrote Todd in Turbo. So he's TNT, but he comes out to ACDC's song Thunderstruck. <laughs> and I'm like, you know there's a song called TNT by He's like, no, man, I like Thunderstruck. That could be the best one. This is another, uh, this one Trent told me. It's uh, Dustin. I don't know if I'm supposed to hug or shake hands with this girl I met once before Howard. That's, that's, just, that's just my real name. I think... Yeah, that might be the best. Is that the best? I see, yeah, I see a big icy title run. <laughs> For Doug, I don't know if I should shake hands or hug this girl. Doug? I when did I become Doug? Howard. I just said my real name. Is Doug now? Been on the podcast 37 times. You think I'm Doug? I thought you were Chuck. No. Well, <laughs> we did it. Yeah, man. Is that what we're ending with, or you got one back in there? I don't know, man. Everything sucks. Yeah. Uh, looks good from here, Brian Binoculars. <laughs> All right. There you go. Chuck Taylor. Buddy. I'm not. Leave me alone. You're not oh, on the internet. No, I hate the internet. You're somewhere. At sexy Chucky e. T. Ah, shit. Yeah, that's it. Sorry to do that to you. I know, man. I hate... I gotta get rid of the sexy thing. I'm old now. I'm ugly and gross. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, you were... You might drop the sexy and just become a predator. Hey. Yeah. All right, find him on the internet. He's on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Chuck Taylor, everybody. the show for this week. Huge thank you to you guys here at Fest. Give yourself a round of applause. Thanks to Fest Wrestling. Thanks to Tony for fucking being a legend and doing this I mean with a crew, but what a fucking all-star, right? Um, and let's thank our guests, Chris Gethard, Vacation Jason, Riley Solner, M-Dog Matt Boss, Eric Cannon, Chuck Taylor, Double meat, Popeye Mulligan. <laughs> Thank you to you guys. I am about to go back to my apartment right now and do some plugs and... Upcoming events! That's right, coldmerch.com, digitalcult.com. That's where you can buy a Wrestling Dreams book and DVDs, T-shirts, all that fun stuff. Twitter and Instagram, at Colt Cabana, Facebook slash AOW Podcast, also slash Colt Cabana. My storytelling podcast, Pro Wrestling Fringe, plus past archives of this show are ad-free 
They're on stitcherpremium.com slash Colt. Use the code Colt. Get a free month. ColtWrestling at gmail.com is my very public email. Maybe a promoter won't put me on an upcoming show or convention. I have a YouTube channel. I like putting stuff up there. ColtCommander.com is my website. I have a P.O. box. You can send me something fun. Upcoming Friday and Saturday, December 8th and 9th, Brooklyn, New York, and Rahway, New Jersey, WrestleProOnline.com, December 15th and 16th, and January 20th, New York, Philadelphia, and Nashville, ROHWrestling.com, I'll be doing commentary, December 24th, December 28th, December 30th, January 3rd, Tokyo, Japan, DDTPro.com, if you're over for the Dome Show, come see me at Corican Hall, Saturday, January 6th, Minneapolis, Minnesota, Facebook slash First Wrestling, Friday, January 12th, Across Wisconsin, Facebook slash River City CW, and Sunday, January 14th, Chicago, Illinois, Facebook slash Zello Pro. That Saturday show with Wrestle Circus uh, got canceled for me, so I have that date open as Wrestle Circus is taking a bit of a hiatus. And uh, here at the podcast, it's just me hoping that Al over at Wrestle Circus feels better. I know I did some thank yous. But I also want to thank Kim Guy, Jeff, and Sue Stone, Kid Russell, and Matt Jenkins with music, Dane Miller, and Creaky with tech, and some sponsors, HighSpots.com, a VOD service where you can watch PWG, $5 Wrestling, Kevin Steen Show videos, AMA knee pads, gear, masks, and a wrestling ring, OneHourTees.com, they run ProWrestlingTees.com, that's where you can support your favorite independent wrestler, and TweetAudio.com, slash Colt, the earbuds that I use, get over 30% off and free shipping just because you listen to the show, and now I'm going to pitch it back to me in Gainesville. And I'm back from my apartment. Colt, I'm going to go to all those shows. Great job keeping it together and doing that in one take. (laughs) This has been the Art of Wrestling. For Colt Cabana, I'm Colt Cabana. Thanks. So what's gonna happen is I'm gonna I'm gonna leave and then I'm gonna say hey Cold Moon and then you're gonna get real excited and I'll come out like you hadn't seen me. Great. Sounds- <laughs> Not yet. Save it. Save it. Save it. Okay. <laughs>